Ladies and gentlemen, welcome, welcome to the Dark Insight Podcast, episode 21, with me, Cliff Goldsmith, as usual, and I'm joined by the two coolest dudes in video games, Mr. Jeremy Greer. How are you doing, sir? Doing very well, Cliff. How are you tonight? Awesome, awesome. Very good, very good. And he's back from Japan. <laughs> no, dog. I'm not a dog. <laughs> Hello, Mr. Doggy. He's not a dog, but Mr. Charles Turner. How are you doing, sir? Good, 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 good. <laughs> I'm sorry my dog doesn't and, uh, like you, Charles. <laughs> I don't know what happened there. <laughs> <laughs> awesome, awesome. We we also now have dogs on the podcast as well. <laughs> what are what are your dogs' names? Um Avon Barksdale and Maybe are my two. Awesome. Awesome. Cool names. Uh, what are they? They're like uh like bloodhounds, aren't they? Yeah, they're basset hounds, both of them. Um, basset hounds, yeah. They're awesome. Awesome dogs. Cool. So how is everyone this week? Not too bad. It's hard getting back into work, though, after being away for a couple of weeks. <laughs> yes. Uh, how was Japan now you're back? Did you have a good time? Yes, it was very good. Um, lots of cool things. I'm happy to talk about it if you guys are interested. Yeah, I saw a bunch of um, yeah. like really cool pictures on your Twitter that you had been posting. Um, yeah. Like, like crazy, like uh, whatever that weird movie that tj from Two humanities likes so he with like like 14 of those power ranger looking dudes yep um garmin rider there you go yes yes i went to a, um, a japanese film studio um that had a whole bunch of um film sets from like old like samurai movies um and they if open up to publics you can go in and, and see all the studio the sets and whatnot and they have a few um shows where they show you how they do some of the the movie tricks, the old Japanese movie tricks. Um which is a lot of fun. But they also had a like a section for anime and um and yeah, like the Power Ranger oh, Garmin Rider where the Power Rangers came from. And so yeah, they had all the every single costume from history. There was like I think there was like over forty, fifty of them in there in, in total. Um I sent I, I tweeted and sent a picture to CJ and he who's <laughs> yeah it was kind of he was very much jealous that I was able to go there. <laughs> Just fair enough, I can understand that. Um, but it was cool seeing them all and the history behind it and and yeah, just how much design and work's gone into it over the over the decades. Uh, yeah, pretty cool stuff. Um, and they had they had a cool little. Um, screen where you could like hit a button and then it would like count down and it'd show you like the poses that they would do and then you could like like redo them in front of the screen so you could get a picture with <laughs> like with like explosions behind you doing sweet power ranger poses um awesome nice pretty funny um but <laughs> in the in the main studio set you could um get dressed up as like a samurai and more uh, i got dressed up as a sweet samurai and des got my wife got dressed up here and as a a in a, a kimono, nice purple kimono. So we got to walk around um, these old Japanese village sets, <clears throat> looking badass and <laughs> awesome. really take on some ninjas. 
Um, it, was, it was really cool. Um, and what I was, what I found really awesome was that the Japanese people uh, find it kind of uh, a great respect that if, if a foreigner dresses up in their traditional clothes, like a lot of cultures might be offended or or think it's a bit tacky, whereas they think it's super cool. Uh, so we had all these like Japanese people taking asking to take pictures with us and. All the Japanese old Japanese dudes were like walking past, going, "Oh, so pretty!" They're talking about my wife, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and we're like little little kids dressed as ninjas, asking if we could they could come get photos. It was really cool. Um, it was the most attention we had as foreigners in Japan um, was at the studio, and it's it's not from what I've what I can tell, it's not really a, a Westerners or foreigners tourist attraction. It's uh, it's a it's a Japanese tourist attraction. Like they visit it. Um, there, there was only like one other set of foreigners at the whole place, um, and we were the only foreigners dressed up. So yeah, it was it was a really cool experience. I had lots of fun. That was just when you go one day. when are you going back <laughs> uh, as soon as I can. <laughs> <laughs> um, mm-hmm. Yeah, it was, it, was, it was great. Like that was just one day. That was just a film studio. Um, so many other cool things. Um, actually, really, really, really cool story. Um, I, t- I tweeted out, I can't remember what picture it was, but I tweeted out something about Japan. And I get I get a, um, a response uh, from uh, Melvin Rodriguez uh, of uh, Melman RJKU, I think, or something on Twitter. Uh, he's, he's commented before on our podcast, on one of our questions, but he also has a podcast of his own, and he's from Canada. And he was like, what? You're in Japan as well? <laughs> And so he was actually in Japan with his mates, one of his one of his co-hosts and another mate for the exact same two weeks I was in Japan. And he's from <laughs> Canada. <laughs> and he was in Osaka where I was staying for about four days. So we managed to meet up. Oh, wow. And I took him to Ramen, him and Matthew from the, and they do the Gamers Plural podcast. I was so blown away by like the random coincidence. There's no chance I'd ever met these guys before, like in any other situation. Like, I'm not going to go to Canada where they live, uh, <laughs> um, and I doubt they'll come to New Zealand. But for some like weird coincidence, the stars aligned, and we were both in Japan at the exact same time. I've got to catch up with them. So that's crazy, considering how big our planet actually is. That's that's pretty insane. Yeah, it was mental. <laughs> like, I just I kept looking and like. I see you guys because they do a video podcast. They, it's on YouTube, so I know what they look like. And I was like, "What the heck? This is so weird!" Like meeting them, um, and they're not like it's just it's cool like being able to make friends online and then meet them in, in real in, in real life, um, especially in Japan where it's just crazy. Um, yeah, we I took them to, to have some really good ramen, uh, miso ramen. It was so good, <laughs> better than those crawfish that you have down there, Jeremy. Mm. <laughs> Should I um, talk about crawfish? The, 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 <laughs> the crawfish that's uh, running in the middle of the road after a storm. That was the best picture in the world. Oh. <laughs> what is this? It's a crawfish. It's bloodborne. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> such a cool uh, picture. In, in full disclosure, that wasn't my own. My wife sent that to me, and I was like, I know the perfect caption for this picture. <laughs> so, <laughs> I don't know where she got it from. I think she, may, she may have got it from Facebook or something. I don't know. But yeah. Uh, um, cool. Yeah, we had is, uh, a crazy flash flood, and so like there were hundreds of crawfish in the roads after the water started draining. It was really weird. <laughs> that is random. Um, so that's where that big box came from that you you sent me the picture of. <laughs> he, went, he went around picking them up off the road. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> this, yeah where you it? laugh, but uh, but people do that, and 
because you know crawfish down here is a delicacy like it's a it's a big like everyone mm. loves crawfish but people did that and you know would get the make three or four bags and sell them for 50 to 85 dollars a pop so like you can make some money on it i'm not that entrepreneurial like i'm just like ah oh, fuck it i'll just go buy it from the store but like you can make some money off of it if you feel like it <laughs> that's, yeah it's mental that's yes yeah, a friend of mine in the states he just went uh, mushroom hunting with his wife and he can sell like from there like 20 bucks a pound Mm-hmm. Isn't that illegal? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If it was illegal, it'd be about fifty dollars a pound. <laughs> yeah, yeah, not those kind of mushrooms. <laughs> um, but but yeah, like yeah, I took um, Melvin and um, and Matthew to an arcade that I, I found a Namco arcade. I think I might have mentioned it. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah, you did, yeah. Um, but yeah, I took them back to that, and we we played some Pokemon and we played some Mario Mario Kart at the arcade. Like Namco mm, have yeah. licensed Mario, Mario Kart. It yeah, was, that's right. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. We we we've got the Mario Kart in the Namco arcade over here in London. It's like a, a eight man setup, like Mario Kart. It's awesome. It's mental though because it's not quite Mario Kart. It sort of is. Mm. It's got like the basic mechanics, but like the weapons are different. There's like Mario coins, which is weird and different. Um, and you've got this mm. Pac Man in it. So it's like got a bit of Namco flavor. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just find it real bizarre because Nintendo is super protective of their IP. And then it's like, all right, Namco, you can make an arcade. Like I just, <laughs> <laughs> I just find that really oh, you bizarre. Know, Nintendo, they're crazy. They do, they do crazy things that none of us will ever understand. <laughs> yeah. I just, yeah, I found it. But it was, we had a lot of fun um, hanging out. Um, yeah, it was a random story. Um. Mm. Yeah, that's awesome. That's that's really cool. Have you guys got any other? I got heaps I could talk about with Japan. Like, are you guys interested in hearing more? Or are you like done? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, it's I, if you have stuff to share, you can share it. Um, <clears throat> I do want to get into some some news at some point. Oh yeah, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So shut the fuck up, man. Nah. Yeah. You, you, you was away for two weeks. Yeah, you? two two good weeks. Yeah, and uh, we mainly stayed around the Osaka, the Osaka um, area, so Kansai. Um, that's where my brother lives in Osaka. So we um, just caught the train to Kyoto um, about three or four times, and also to Nara, which is where the the I think it's the world's largest Buddha in this um, the Nara temple, and that was pretty mm. cool. Um, huge man, it's ridiculous. I've been there before uh, during high school. But it's kind of you still forget how big the structure is. It's this massive statue, and you just get blown over how massive it is. Um, like his nostril is actually big enough <clears throat> that you can crawl through. You can't actually crawl through his nostril. Really? They've just made it the same size of his nostril in one of the pillars, <laughs> and you can crawl through. Wow! It. Um, but that's how big the statue is. Um, yeah. Red. That's awesome. No, oh, I'm glad you had a good time, dude. Yeah, super, super good. red. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm very jealous that you got to spend two weeks over there. I'd, I'd love to go. Yeah, yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah, I kind of want to move there now. That would be a lot of fun. Um, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I went I, I went Tokyo sort of a couple of times when I was younger. I absolutely adored that place. It's so crazy. Just the people are insane. The place is insane. It's just yeah, it just suits me down to a T. I could quite happily move out there. 
Yeah. Oh, that's why. Yeah. That's why I could tell. I got what I souvenirs I got. <laughs> and that's a fun thing. I got. I got myself. I had send some pictures out at some point when I get build it. I got myself a Gundam like model. Um, that you can like you know building kit model things. That they that they love. So I got one of them. So I'll work on that in the near future, and I'll put up some pictures for everyone to see. Um, way cheaper in Japan mm. than I can get it back here. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure you can um, get it for a lot yeah. cheaper. Yeah. Um, what else did I get? I got I got myself a Mario Pocket Watch, um, which is pretty oh, cool. Well. Yeah, it was really cool. It was only like fifteen bucks, and it was like this. Yeah, it's this brass Mario Pocket Watch. Um, and yes, yeah, did I tell you guys about the Dendin Town um, game district that I went to? Because that's sort of relevant. Uh, yeah, yeah, I think you did. Um... This this is so cool. Like you just you go to the shops and they've got like cartridges from like the original Game Boy you can still buy for like a couple hundred yen like two bucks oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah you yeah, were telling yeah, us you about mentioned that. it yeah just mental how like just a difference in, in the in the gaming economy there um yeah it was awesome yeah it's crazy I went into one of our second hand stores in my local area the other day and they had a, uh, an original uh, Super Famicom with like 20 games and they wanted like 170 pounds for it Jesus, yeah, that's almost like that's almost like the price of a Wii U, except that probably has more games. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, yeah, you could you could buy uh, secondhand Famicom. They had like stacks of them for like thirty bucks, I think. Like thirty yeah. for thirty five bucks US, and you could get cartridges for like a couple of bucks each. Some of the cooler ones for maybe a thousand yen. But yeah, so you could get do that easily. Yeah, Groovy. and you could nah, get you cool, could man. get like cool, um, cool. ripoff Nintendos that played both Nintendo, Super Nintendo, or Famicom, and Super Famicom or Super Nintendo, and they were oh, like wow. they were like fifty bucks, and it was like a that's awesome. It's a brand new comp model, and you could get a portable one, like you get a port brand new portable Super Nintendo handheld thing that had cartridges in the back. <laughs> And that was only like that was only forty bucks, and it also plugged into the TV, so you could use it as a console or as a handheld Nintendo game. Oh, that's crazy! Yeah, <laughs> stuff's awesome. <laughs> awesome. All right, news. News. Yes, that's uh, far away. Do 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 do. There's my last. Uh, people like to put music in podcasts. That's my music. That's okay. Break. I'll tell you what. I'm going to take a it. sample of that, and I will use that as our news music from now on. I'm not bad. <laughs> not bad. Yeah. So, well, the first thing, Umura Uno, I uh, pulled up the MPDs for the month of April, and a good old friend, Dark Souls 3, was at number one for sales, which was awesome so uh yeah it's obviously grown in size old dark souls isn't it since it uh first hovered around it's hitting the top of the mpds for the month that's pretty good you know yeah, when a pretty good i think when a game sells that much and you have the developer saying stuff like it's going to be the last game of that series and we're developing new ip like namco has to be mm. looking at that and going well we're just we're just going to give dark souls to somebody else right like they got to want a Dark Souls four. Like Namco's wants to make money. I wonder. I wonder if that stuff is in the works. I don't think Namco have that. I don't think they own the IP. I think the IP stayed with From when they struck the publishing deal with Namco. 
I think they uh, from still own the IP. I think because well, they're from from still publish have the rights to publish it. The game in Japan, in Japan. Mm-hmm. so they must yeah. have some control over the actual IP. That would make sense. Mm. Um, but at the same time, like they make lots of money, but they yeah <laughs> eventually people will be like nah. And then the sales drop, and then they're wasting money on the, the I mean, development. I've, so I've heard podcasts say that about Call of Duty for the last like five, six years. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's no. I, yeah. I think if someone came out with Dark Souls Four and like in two years, especially if From came out with Dark Souls Four, like I'm still gonna play it. Like it's yeah, you're right. Say what you want about Dark Souls Three, like I'm gonna be there day one, no matter what. Like I'll probably be there day one for any From Software game at this point. Like I don't. It would take years of them fucking up that that IP for it to finally start, like the sales to start declining. You're right. You're right. So there is lots of money. You're right to be had there. But yeah, yeah. exactly what like Jeremy was saying. Like they're saying, oh, Call of Duty is going down in sales. Blah blah. Call of Duty Black Ops Freeze on this MPD at number eight. That game came out fucking last year, and it's still (laughs) in the top ten MPD. So. Who is the guy buying uh, yeah. that like six months later? <laughs> Who is that person? <laughs> the, the, the new the new one comes out shortly. So why why are you buying the old one? The new one comes out in like, a few months. Just bah, I don't know. People are crazy. <laughs> you know, I uh, suppose though that is on like what one, two, three, four, five platforms. So yes, yeah. I guess that I guess that yeah. does help. Yeah. Of course, I mean, I mean Dark Souls like, is on the, the two the three big ones. So I mean, like that's I don't know. Yeah. So that did help because the PC released. Sorry, Cliff. PC released at the same time. This time, didn't it? It came out with Mm. whereas with Dark Souls Two, PC was like a month later. So that's going to help the sales. Mm -hmm. Sorry, Cliff. Go. But yeah, if you look at this MPD, the Dark Souls for some reason it's only PS4 and Xbox One. It doesn't look like the PC sales are on, or that that might just be. They've just forgot to write it down. Well, the NPD doesn't count digital sales. So, like, all of your Steam purchases where you'd be buying Dark Souls 3 probably doesn't even factor into there. Oh, heck. Correct. Yeah. Yes, correcto. Yeah, correcto. Like, so, and imagine, yeah. like, I bought my, my copy digitally. I mean, I bought two copies because I'm yeah, dumb, too. but, like, I bought a copy digitally, so that's not even factored in because I don't think Sony or Microsoft shares any of those digital numbers at all. No, they, no, they don't, no. No, I bought mine digital as well, so, Yeah. But that's that's physical and it's top of the list, so that's that's good for From because mm-hmm. it means they're doing well, and I'm excited to see their new IP. To be honest, I'm I'm excited to see what they can bring to the table. What isn't Dark Souls? I, I can you can kind of feel like I love Dark Souls three, but I can kind of feel that they've come to the end of that series, like to a point they're like, yeah, I think we're we've had enough making that game now i think they are just as tired of making those games as we yeah. are of seeing like references to them like i'm, I'm kind of dark souls down mm. like says the guy who played a bunch yeah. of dark souls like today like i'm not i'm not through with the game <laughs> i'm just like absolutely i kind of want to stop like <laughs> all of the stuff around it to some degree <clears throat> yeah i was saying this only the other day like i was like yeah right now i've completed dark souls 3 i'm gonna play i've got arkham knight i want to go and play that i put the disc in and I was like, bing, Dark Souls. And it came up on the screen. I was like, oh, I must have accidentally pressed it out of habit. Oh, fuck it. It's on now. I'll start a depth character. <laughs> <laughs> just went and played Dark Souls. My, my wife was like, seriously, you have got a problem. You, you've got a problem. Like, you, you're an actual addict. <laughs> I had to um, I had to force myself to play Uncharted 4. Because um, I bought it specifically because I was like, I need something to play. And like, I like the Uncharted games. So I, I know I'll play Uncharted 4. But like... 
I booted it up today and I was like, ugh, I could just play Dark Souls. I could just sit here and invade people for 45 minutes. That would be so much better. So, you, so you've played some Uncharted then? You, you actually played a bit, yeah? Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm in chapter like seven or eight of Uncharted. <clears throat> yeah, I'm, like, I'm about you, Vader? You've been playing it. See, I, 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 I'm not one out of the bunch. Controversial opinion again. I fucking hate Uncharted. Can't stand the game. <laughs> not, I don't think Can't that's particularly it. controversial. Like it's it's a game. That's... Every time I every time I mention it, ooh, <laughs> the wiggly worms <laughs> come out of the woodwork. <laughs> they really do. Game wiggly worms. Uh, but hey, yeah. Well, what, what, what do you think of it? Let's uh, let's have a little. Um. Yeah. I. It. I like the I like the series. I had a lot of fun. Uncharted Two was my first PS3 game, and I got yeah. like. A, third of the way through or sink and I was like I have no idea who these characters are so I went back and I went and hired Uncharted 1 and finished that and then went and finished Uncharted 2 um, I got extremely close to getting the platinum for Uncharted 2 um, I just needed to beat like the last couple of levels on like super uber difficult and I crushing difficulty yeah is uh, that what it's called crushing crushing yeah <laughs> I, thought, I thought the technical name was super uber difficult um but yeah, and then Uncharted Three, I wasn't a huge fan of. That's a some people really like it. I just found it was too much on rails. Like it was, it was literally you push shoot occasionally, and then you run forward, and then cutscene, cutscene, cutscene. Um, and yeah, yeah, I just I, I so I wasn't I just didn't yeah two didn't sit with me as well. Three didn't sit with me as well. I really like two is my favorite of the series. And so I wasn't that fussed about four, but I thought, oh, yeah, I just thought, yeah, I need a game to play. Um, so I, yeah, I grabbed it last night, and I've so far really enjoyed it. Um, it's it, the story's, you know, pulled me in. I'm, I'm trying to, my brain's trying to think, how the heck has he got a brother? Where does this fit in? This was never talked about before. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. so timeline wise, it's a bit, a bit of a, it's a bit of a brain, brain bender. It's interesting that you say that uh, you didn't like three because it was too linear. Like, I kind of feel like that's true for all of the games. Like, two is oh, yeah, usually they, my favorite yeah. as well. Like, but I mean, like three yeah, just yeah. seemed like it was just a little bit more bombastic, and I, I felt like the story in three wasn't like clicking the way. And it, and apparently they had some like a major character left in the middle of the game development, and like they lost a writer. Like there was some there were some stories with that, but. Um, yeah, they're all kind of yeah. like push forward, shoot some people in the head, climb on some walls, cutscene, cutscene, push forward, climb on some walls, shoot some people, throw a grenade, cutscene, cutscene. Like that's that's pretty much uncharted. I can totally see why people wouldn't like it, Cliff. That's why I said it's not wasn't controversial. But I just I like them as kind of uh, <laughs> like just the same reason I like I've already seen Captain America three twice because they're like good popcorn movies. Like I'm into that shit. So <clears throat> yeah, it does see that's 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 the thing. I I love. The, the good story, the good popcorn stuff, but I couldn't deal with the bits where I actually had to play it. That was my problem. <laughs> Seriously, like I love the cutscenes, I love the story because I'm a fan of like Tomb Raider, so I like the whole that whole kind of thing, and that's why I, I was like, oh, Uncharted, it's like a it's like a male Tomb Raider. Yep. Can but I um the, can the, I tell you what Chris Mosher called it today? And when we were tweeting back and forth, he called it Dude Raider. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing, dude. Raider, yeah. I like it. That's so cool. And oh, especially man. four, yeah. a four. There's definitely taken some um, light, uh, bits from the new Tomb Raiders. Like they've added a little bit more. There's like the rope swinging now, which I don't think you could do in the 
Yeah, I just found the cover base shooting bits a bit. Ugh, I couldn't. It's a shame because I've heard the story is really good, and the story is what normally holds me to a game. Maybe I could probably go back and play them now. When I tried to get into them at the time, I just couldn't. Maybe, but then again, a lot of games have been ruined by Dark Souls for me now. Yep, yep. <laughs> absolutely. Oh God. But yes, yeah, that game is <sighs> my. Not dislike or my indifference to three goes so far as in four. There's a lot of like um, Uncharted Four. The start. There's a lot of references to the earlier ga- um, games. Like you can go through your mm. attic and your fancy new house because you're now you're a domesticated um, Tomb Raider dude. <laughs> domesticated <laughs> dude Raider. <laughs> yeah. Um, and you go through, and it's got that you pick up all the journals, and it, it picks up. You pick yeah. up one. I'm like, what the heck is that? <laughs> <laughs> and I thought it was might have been reference to the PSP game, like the little mm-hmm. site which I've never played. And no, it's actually the third game. It's just I have no idea what happened. Whereas the first two, I know exactly what the kind of the treasure was that they look hunting for. Exactly, I know exactly what happened. Whereas the three, all I remember is it was the exact same sequences as Tintin the movie. Like that's all I remember. <laughs> like exact same things happen. There's a big boat that crashes. There's a, a shanty town run through. There's a desert that you have to walk through. <laughs> like, it's the exact same thing as Tintin. Tintin. A plane crashes. Um, yeah. But So that's how much I don't remember mm. 3. I'm not, I'm not too far into it. Like, like, uh, a, like, a, like a... Say again? We got some techno talk. Um, <laughs> techno talk. Yeah, now I said, uh, what are your thoughts on it then, Jeremy? On the new one. New one. Um, I'm not far enough in it to uh, make like a, a proclamation or anything. Like I said, I'm only seven or eight chapters. Vader, I'm at the auction. I'm, excuse me, I'm right after the auction. If you got that far into it, I'm just uh, at the start of the auction. I was climbing in. Okay, so yeah, I just week. I just finished that chapter um, right before we recorded. Um, it I, I like it, and they seem to take less of a they they have less of a focus on combat so far which it was kind of one of my big complaints if you remember a few episodes back like I was playing Uncharted 1 on PS4 and I was like man I've murdered 800 people in the course of this game that's ridiculous and it, and it before it seemed like they were taking a little bit less of a focus on it which is good but then like mm. a crew of dudes showed up and I had to shoot all, shoot them all again like and I know like it's a video game I'm not saying like all games have to be like perfect or anything it's just it's just a weird thing like it, it, Nathan Drake, the character, doesn't seem like the kind of guy that could just cold-blooded kill, like, eight people in a row and then go call his <laughs> wife about it. You know what I'm saying? Like, he just doesn't... The character doesn't yeah. seem like he can do that. Like, it... Um, oh, well, that's convenient. There's somebody at my door. Hold on. Hello? Oh, it's Drake. UPS. Yeah, it's UPS. They can go. Oops. Hold on one second, guys. I'm sorry. Maybe got us something. It's Na- yeah, I hope so. That's what we think. <laughs> so after that, it's Nathan Drake coming to kick his ass. Yeah, talking bad about him. He's working for fucking. He's working for UPS now. No more. No more. Uh, no more Uncharted. So he's had to get a new job. He's going to work for UPS. Yep. <laughs> Sorry about that. I'll put a note in to cut around that stuff. Um, no, it was funny. <laughs> no, good idea, man. Uh, if it comes out as funny when I do the editing, I'll I'll leave all that stuff in. But anyway, yeah. Um, it's good. Like it's probably one of the most technically proficient games I've ever seen on the console. Like it's fucking gorgeous to look at, and like it's. I mean, it's just beautiful. Like the the skyboxes, the vistas, the like. You know, at one point, like the action cross faded, which I'd never really seen in a video game before. Like it was like a fucking movie. Like it's really like playing a movie. 
So I don't know. I'm I'll definitely finish it. I feel bad for buying it. I'm probably not ever going to touch the multiplayer side, and like that's a significant amount of money to pay on a game that you're probably just going to play two or three times. So yeah, um, I I got into the Uncharted two multiplayer, but three I was just not interested, and in. this one I don't think I'll bother. I might give it a token go just to say I did it, uh, but. Yeah, I, I, so far I'm, I'm I'm quite intrigued by it. Um, I kind of enjoy the the storyline. I think they've done really well with the scripting and the and the voice acting uh, from Nolan North is always good. Um, yeah, and everybody like everybody that's been in it so far has been really really good. So voice acting wise, so oh, and there was like a really cool Naughty Dog nostalgia moment, quite early, like in chapter. 4. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Wanna- it's, it's, it's dumb to say it as a spoiler, but like it's it's probably in the first four or five chapters. But like, let me let me just say this: you sit down as Nathan Drake with your with your wife, and you sit down on the couch, and you guys play a video game together, and it's an old Naughty Dog <laughs> video game. But like, it's like the PlayStation One like loading screen comes up and makes that noise. Yeah, it makes like the it's, cool it's play, so makes cool. the cool PlayStation yeah. noise. <laughs> it's it's very very. Oh, funny. actually, I heard about this. One of one of the guys I work with was telling me about that you play that. And I was just cracking up. Yeah, I was just like, yeah it was just too funny. Really, really funny. Um, so did you, did you beat her score? No, no, not at all. <laughs> did you? No, I don't, okay. I don't know if you can. I don't know if you can. It'd be cool if you could though, and it changes the the, the dialogue a little bit. But um, yeah. I died once. I don't know. It's just yeah, I got clipped on an invisible wall <laughs> and died once. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm. Turns out I'm not good at PlayStation games, like PlayStation One games. <laughs> I just, it was really like I didn't even I, like I reached for the um, the L stick right to move, and I was like, oh yeah, yeah. Uh, just uh, to have to use the D pad because this is a PlayStation One game. Yeah, I was surprised they even had the controller was holding was an analog one, like because yeah, the original PlayStation was no analog. Yeah, it was. It was really. I thought they did good with that. That was pretty good. Um, mm-hmm. So what uh did what, awesome. if it's not Uncharted Four? What have you been playing, Cliff? Besides, you know, Dark Souls Three. <laughs> um, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's all I've been playing. Excellent, excellent. <laughs> yeah, I was hoping um, one of us I'm, would pick up Doom this week because it sounds like it's fucking amazing. Uh, yeah, like uh, everyone was really panicking about that because obviously they said, well, they didn't send any review copies out. The only the review. Re- re- the review copies dropped this morning, didn't they, basically, on reviewers' doorsteps. Mm-hmm. And everyone was like, oh, it's going to be shit, it's going to be shit. And I've heard nothing but great things about it today. Every person that I've spoke to that's got it, even Total Biscuit has basically put up a little video saying that it's fucking awesome. It's doom. It's fast-paced, quick, fun, no messing around. They said, like, literally within the first five minutes of the game, you've got a gun in your hand killing everyone as Doom should be. You're not fanning around doing this, that, and the other. It's just Doom. And yeah, I'm really hyped to actually, because I'm a big Doom fan. So once I've uh, got some Spondoolies, I will certainly be going to purchase that, most definitely. that That's over Uncharted 4 for me. I saw someone uh, say absolutely. that they uh, had a lot of problem mm. at the be- problems at the beginning because they were moving so fast, mm. they kept running into walls. <laughs> like, And I was like, yep, that's exactly what I want out of my Doom game. <laughs> I want to just run real fast <laughs> exactly. and shoot a bunch of shit. <laughs> yep. Uh, have you seen the like the the gameplay streams and stuff of it out today? I it's haven't. Super fast. No, I like, haven't seen anything. So fun, and like the um, you've got these uh, kills where you can like that they're staggered and you can like rip their arms off or chainsaw them in the head, but they don't stop the flow of play because they're so quick. 
it, it just he it doesn't interrupt the flow of prey. It, it's awesome and like I don't think there's regenerating health like it's health pickups from when you kill do special kills and all that stuff so it's it's like proper old school doomy style but it's just yeah no messing around it's just doom <laughs> looks awesome can't wait to play it super super hyped yeah same here yeah um yeah. the only the only other game that I've really touched this week was um I don't know if either one of you are Binding of Isaac fans um I'm a huge Isaac player on PS4. I, even now, like I'll play like a couple of games every once in a while. But the the DLC called Afterbirth um, came out on PC players like m- for PC players months ago, and it finally came out this week for PS4 players. So I've been putting a little time in that, and that's really really interesting. Like they added a whole new mode to the game, and new characters, and new challenges, a ton of new items and passive items. Like it's it's ridiculous. It really are either was one ridiculous. Are either one of you Isaac fans? <clears throat> I gave it a quite a bit of a go when it came on PlayStation Plus, and I enjoyed it. It's just it, there's too many other things to play. Like it just, yeah, um, yeah. I, I I really enjoyed it. I'm just fucking terrible at it. Yeah, <laughs> I am too. Don't feel bad. I, I am, am too. <laughs> yeah, I, I really like the aesthetic of the game, and I like what it kind of stands for as well. Kind of a, no, it doesn't hit home, but I kind of like just like the crazy fanatical Christian person. Yeah, I I really like it. It's a bit, yeah. A lot of people were like, "Oh, it's very a uh, bit bit too on the nose with the Christian stuff." It's like, yeah, but there are some people out there like that. There's some crazy people out there. Yeah, I can I can give or take the aesthetic, and I I mentioned this that um and Cliffy may not have even been here on the Enter the Gungeon podcast. I don't remember, but when I talked about Enter the Gungeon, I like I like <clears> that aesthetic a lot a lot more, even though the gameplay and. Like it's all of the weird stuff that the items do, like the weird item synergies that I that keeps me coming back mm. to Isaac. Like, oh, I got this thing, and now my, you know, now I shoot a thousand tears per minute as opposed to you know one. Yeah. And like, I just do a lot less damage, and it can just totally change the way you play the game. So, yeah, uh, I, I I do like the way that game looks. I think it's awesome. But you know me, I like weird body horror stuff anyway. So oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's... that game's like right up my alley. <laughs> <laughs> What about you, Vader? You've been I'm playing anything? Weird. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Cliff. <laughs> I was just saying, I'm not a weirdo. Oh, probably... I'm not weirdo. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Actually, what about you, Vader? Funny. Have you been uh, playing anything else? Uh, before I just go on to that, just, just something popped into my head, um, thinking of you, Cliff. Uh, and the, the weirdest thing in Japan, like on our last day in Tokyo, we went to Harajuku district, where like a lot of the crazy fashion is, is in Tokyo. Harajuku girls, man. Yeah. We saw a couple, but yeah. it was earlier in the day. They don't probably get up until like four in the afternoon or something. Um, yeah. <laughs> but you walk down the street and you can see like there's like there's Slipknot t-shirts right next to pink tutus. <laughs> <laughs> they would look awesome in one package. Oh, yeah. Wear the pink tutu with the Slipknot t-shirt. Yep. Yes. <laughs> Clifford's going to send a picture of That's himself fun. wearing the pink tutu and the Slipknot t-shirt. But it's just so crazy how... Um, <laughs> How that just those two like completely opposite cute cutesy genres are just mashed together. Um, cute, well, no, one's cutesy and one's not cutesy. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah awesome. um, I've been yeah, playing uh, just briefly. I jumped on Rocket League again to try the new hoops mode. Um, oh yeah, yeah, like the basketball thing, huh? How, okay, yeah, how yeah, is yeah. that? Um, it's it's all right. Like it just seems. Like it's it's all it's very much aerial, um, like the ball bounces like it would in when it's, it's at the kickoff. It's not a kickoff, 
the tip off in basketball. Mm-hmm. Um, the ball <laughs> launches into the air like it would in basketball. And so instead of just zooming straight at the ball or puck um, as fast as you can go, you kind of got to launch and zoom at it. And just so if you're finally playing someone who's really good at aerial, they just you can score like from the tip off every time. Like if the other team, if you don't get up high enough to it, um, the other team will score because they're just okay, so just tapping it over them into the hoop. So I don't know. It seems a bit imbalanced. Um, I guess she's going to get good. <laughs> it, it, it was cool. Um, I liked it better than the crazy levels they pulled out a few months ago. Mm-hmm. I thought I'd really like them, like the crazy shapes and stuff, but I really didn't like those. I just wasn't. I tried them. I was like, I don't like this. My favorite mode is just the ice hockey one. The ice hockey mode is the, is the best. I really, yeah, really I liked, liked that. I liked the uh, ice hockey a lot. It was really, really good. Um, and to the point where it made me really bad at the normal version, um, but no one plays the ice hockey anymore. <laughs> um, but yeah, the hoops, it's, it's all right. I like the concept, and I like that just throwing out new ideas and just seeing what sticks. Like That's super cool that a game still... Um, Rocket League was awesome, and that they're, they're still kind of throwing things at, at it. Uh, and I like I dig that. I really like that. Um, but the, the big one I was playing, I haven't played... I've played maybe an hour or two of Dark Souls over the last two, three weeks because I've been away. Um, but I got through most of the demo for Neo. Um, I was hoping to finish it, and I jumped on and was ready to fight the last boss, and it had ended, the demo. <laughs> so, the, yeah. so I didn't get to actually fight the last boss. Um, but yeah... I actually, I really think it's a really cool game. Um, it's it is an alpha demo, so I, I'm expecting them to tweak a few things. Um, but there's some cool mechanics, uh, fighting mechanics hidden in the menus and in the gameplay. They take a while to kind of flesh out. Um, so yeah, I, I think there's some some cool fun to be had with that samurai. Mm. Um, I know you guys didn't jive with it, but I didn't get to try it. I, I didn't get around to it. Yeah. And I, I just, it was a victim of Dark Souls-itis for me. Like, I, I, I think I said it on the podcast that, that week of, like, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I was, yeah, just, why am I not playing Dark Souls? Why am I playing this, like, not Dark Souls clone? So, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll check it out. <laughs> like, I, it, it has enough of a pedigree behind it that I'll, I'll definitely, like, at least rent it and try it out. So. But I think that's, that was its biggest, um, hurdle we had to get over is that the community did, I think I mentioned this last time that we kind of said, oh, it's, a, it's like Dark Souls. But it really isn't. Um, it has elements of Dark Souls, and they've taken mm. some inspiration. But again, this game was started before Dark Souls came out, um, and it's it's it doesn't combat the same. Does that? That's bad English. It doesn't fight the same way as Dark Souls does. Um, <laughs> it, it it is a very different style. Um, there, but there is a still a sta- stamina. It doesn't combat the same way. <laughs> uh, um. There is a stamina type um, fighting mechanic, which we do like from the Dark Souls players do like that stuff, but it is done differently. Um, and stamina is super brutal. If you run out, you completely stop. And they Yeah, get- I see that. You just kind of like take a few breaths and you're like, Ugh, and you could just get wasted. I'm not really... I don't. I don't know whether I like that mechanic or not. Well, it's just, it, you just got to be very careful on, on how you, you fight. That's the thing. Like It's... it's Dark Souls, if you kind of stop and don't move, you're going to get hit. Whereas this, because of the way 
the katana um, fighting in samurai's fort that you 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 can you can you can you can just kind of sometimes just wait um, and yeah. wait for the opponent to attack. Whereas Dark Souls, most of your enemies are just wailing on you, so you don't really have you can't just stand there in front of them. Um, yeah. So it, it's different. Whereas they have a stamina bar that you affect, and you can see the, their stamina bar, the enemies, and so you you know if they're out of stamina, they can't attack you. So you have time to. Like wait, and so you have these real cool like standoff moments where you have like both of you are, like out of got like, red bar for stamina, like it's flashing because you're completely out, and you're just puffing in front of each other. And you're just like, come on, come on, come on, and it's just like this standoff. You're just waiting for your stamina before you get your shot in, um, and, and it, so it, can, it creates a lot of tension. It's very very hard. Like it's very very hard. Um, Do you think you'll uh, purchase the full game when it comes out? Yeah, I will. I will. You will. Yep. Hmm. I'm sold on it. Um, I thought I thought I liked the challenge. Um, I like yeah, I like the setting, the aesthetic. I like Japan, so it's set in Japan, so I like that. Um, yeah. I like the. See, I, I like the idea of it. It just seemed harder than Dark Souls, and I don't know whether my brain could deal with that. <laughs> Dark Souls pushes me over the edge sometimes. I don't know whether I could play a game that's even harder. <laughs> yeah, see, I, I talked yep. to my brother about it because I was at his house. We played it together. He had a go, and some of his mates had a go as well. Um, while we were playing Dungeons and Dragons one night, um, I was playing on the side and would would take turns, kind of dying, um, while Dungeons and Dragons was being played in the, as well. Um, and we talked about it, and like. Because Dark Souls betas, oh, not betas, um, kind of, well, they are betas, the, the demo betas that they bring out, they tend to be quite easy, like they kind of overspec you, and they tend to be easier than the actual final game. Um, so my, uh, discussing with my brother, our kind of conclusion was that this beta is probably harder than the final game will be, because they wanted to test the mechanics and get people really experiencing mm. um, and pushing at it, um, and they didn't want it to end quickly. Um, so I don't know. Um, it was a huge, huge demo. There's two massive areas that you got to play in. Yeah. Um, like, people are living up to level 40 um, in it. So it's mm-hmm. it's a huge amount of um, levels that you get to play with. Uh, so I don't know. I don't think it's going to be as hard in the final thing, uh, uh, the final release. We'll see. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going I'm to get it. I love, as I say, I love the setting. Like, pretty quickly, you can look like a badass warlord. Like, sweet-ass summer gear on. Mm-hmm. And, <laughs> Um, Have they mentioned yeah. if there's going to be uh, PvP in that game? There is. Uh, well, oh, hold on. There's this. Weird... I, I know there's that weird like summon your an AI version of your of somebody yeah. else or whatever. But like, is there going to be actual PvP in it? Do you know? I'm not sure yet. Um, my brain went instantly saying yes because of that weird shadow mechanic, which is still a very cool concept. I do really like that. Um, Instead of, uh, I'll just mention it so people know what I'm talking about. Instead of Dark Souls Bloodstains, the Bloodstains are actually summonable, um, yeah, in, yeah. like AI versions of the characters, uh, other players who have died at that spot. Um, you can, there. I know there's um, co-op. You can summon and help from other players. So if that's in there, I would be surprised if you can't. But that said, seems the bloodstain mechanics there maybe not because that might be the way they're dealing with it. Mm. So I yeah. don't know. So yeah, it's interesting. 
And just I, I hope it. If it turns out to be a little bit easier, then by sounds of things, I might be able to play it. But if it's as, if it stays as hard as it is, and I don't, I don't know. It seemed <laughs> yeah, like I'd end up just yeah. I wouldn't cope. I'd lose my controller out the window. I think my PlayStation would go out the window as well. There's a <laughs> there's this cool video on Reddit that my brother found. Um, people talking about it because a lot of people bounced off it. Like you guys, uh, not you, Cliff, but yeah, you, Jeremy, uh, Paddy, and others. They all bounced off it. Mm. There's this cool video um, on Reddit that someone posted, and it's like this is what sold me on on Neo. And it was all it was is this guy's fighting a yokai. This little sort of it's ugly but cute like it's got this one eye it's like it's what it's about the size of a hobbit mm. and it's bouncing around and he's shooting trying to shoot arrows at it and it keeps just jumping out of the way and it's teasing him like it runs at him and then you go to swipe and it jumps back and it's it's playing games and it's just it's just obviously this and you think it's all cute and so he just goes oh stuff it i'm just gonna run in and try and take you know kill it runs in and as he's swiping at it the thing just turns into a three-story tall cyclops <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that's awesome. And, I like and, and guys that, like that. That's good. And it, and it, it is it's like um, and that the, the guy said this is what sold me on it. So if they're doing this in just the demo, um, I'm bound to be doing more of that in the main game. And that that kind of con- yeah, that, that fake out as you say, Jeremy, is is just what sold that this guy <laughs> on it. Um, and it is cool. Um, and there's a lot in there. Um, yeah. Yeah. Cool. You can get ninja Ooh. magic. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what I've been playing. Ninja magic. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Did, uh, well, moving on then. Um, did you guys uh, see this thing that came out from Kojima? Did, I, I don't know whether it's a mistranslation or what, but it just seemed a bit odd to me. Did you Did you read this at all? I didn't. I need to. Um, I meant to open this well, link up. It's, so it's, I it's very it. short. It's very short. So I'm gonna. I'll read it out. It's quite short. Okay. Uh, it's basically <clears throat> Metal Gear creator says his new project is action game and will appeal to Uncharted fans. <clears throat> Speaking in an interview with Japanese gaming publication Famitsu, as translated by Gamatsu, Kojima said the project may not seem that all remarkable when it is announced, but people will understand it when they play it. Uh, open quotations. It's an amazing game, he said. While not to say it's open world, users who enjoy today's AAA games, The Division and The Uncharted, etc. will be able to easily enjoy it. When it's announced, you might think that's not outstanding, but you'll understand when you see it and play it again. The genre will be action. <clears throat> hmm, that sounds very sense. But it then goes on to say, certain parts are fairly new, we cannot help but experiment. Uh, seems a bit weird. That he's basically saying, it's, it's this bit here. When it's announced, you might think, that's not outstanding. So he's basically saying, when I demo this game, when I show this game to you, you're going to think it's crap. <laughs> yeah, I um, I, it, I would imagine he's hedging his bets, right? Because anything that he announces that's not like Metal Gear Solid or mm. Silent Hill is going to automatically be met with like a bunch of internet outcry. So like, I, this really yeah. seems like he's just like, okay, guys, look, I... I'm just gonna make a video game. <laughs> like it's not gonna be may not be something crazy or insane. Like it's just going to be a video game. Everyone's going to play it. Please buy my new video game. Like that's that's how it reads yeah. to me. Like I don't. It, when you say you know people who enjoy today's AAA games, that's almost every gamer out there. Like that unless you just 
exclusively play indie games. So it's like, yes, I want to capture a big market and like, no, it's not going to have Metal Gear Solid or Silent Hill in the title of it. Yeah, I think that's what it is. I think what what he's alluding to is that it's not going to have those kind of like the, the deep craziness of Metal Gear. It's going to be more simplified. It's not going to be stealth action and it's going to be straight action. Like he said, like Division or Uncharted, which is uh, which I'm cool with. As long as if he can bring his his cool story, I was just worried that like I don't know. It just seems weird that he's just like yeah. If you when you see it, it's good. You're gonna not really think he's amazing. But then he does go on to say, once you play it, you'll 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 understand it. Get it. So it's yeah, it's, I, it's it's interesting. I'm I'm very excited to see what he brings. To be honest, I thought this. Oh, yeah, I'm really interesting. I'm I was enough of a fan of Metal Gear Solid Five that like I'll probably play whatever his name is attached to next. I um. Mm. I just like I, my, my my concern is I I know this is going to be like podcast suicide or whatever, but like I never really played any of the other Metal Gear games. I never really played a lot of his other games before that. So mm. like I don't I don't have the kind of I don't want to say respect because I mean I'm I'm not it's not respect that I'm talking about, but like I don't have the adoration of him that I know a lot of gamers do. Like yeah. I, I don't think that his name on something instantly turns it gold. So. Well, no, but that's 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 quite a a common thing, though, because Metal Gear Solid, for all intents and purposes, was a bit of a niche niche thing, to be honest. Like it wasn't huge, huge thing. And Metal Gear Solid Five was probably the most popular out of all of them in in the sort of the general public, you know. So it's yeah, it's uh, be interesting to see what he he can bring without sort of people hanging over his head if you know what i mean just free reign of his own mm-hmm. but it'd yeah. be quite interesting yes well the the quote further down in the article is interesting other studios use a hollywood system and i don't like doing detailed presentations <laughs> from there i wondered <laughs> who would put their faith in me with just a rough concept <laughs> and sony was who i was looking for we get get quite a lot of freedom and they're really easy to work with so he's basically saying, well, I didn't want to do a fucking demo, so I've done some drawings and went, yeah, that's what I got. <laughs> Mr. Kojima, that's do you have awesome. a PowerPoint presentation? Nope. nope. <laughs> sure don't. I have napkins. I have my notebook. You can have it. Yeah, napkin drawings. There you go. This is this is what we got. <laughs> Sold. <laughs> that's awesome. No, I, I, I actually really like that, though, that Sony have got that much faith in him that even without a detailed presentation, they was like, yeah, let's do it. But apparently he was getting offers from all over the place. So like, we kind of knew that was going to happen though. Anyway. Well, yeah, yeah. Same Absol- absolutely. Yeah. He's, 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 he's one of the few huge. like big names in video games. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, move on. Did you, did you see this other one here? I had to put this in. It's, it's just fucking weird. The, uh, the top, Patreon. What, I heard what, about this what, on the Dark Souls doing? podcast. What is this? Why are we talking about porn yeah. games on this podcast? <laughs> well, I heard about this on the Dark Souls podcast as well, yeah, and same. I had to look into it. And I was, of course, just, you did. This is fucking. Well, wait, <laughs> what are you saying? <laughs> that I'm into weird monster fucking games. You're the one that put it in the notes. <laughs> but I'm just it's, saying. It's fucking weird. Why? Why is this the number one Patreon? It's that they're earning thirty five thousand pounds a month to make this game. That on is Patreon. insane. 
That is just insane. It, 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 it's basically, look, I'm going to read the little thing here. Look. Breeding season is a free adult game and a labour of love. Harvest Moon meets Hentai. The game tasks you with raising and breeding sexy monsters for sale to adventurous clients. This is just so dis- this lot- is so gross. <laughs> this is just bad. Like, I'm not, like, if this is your thing, that's it's fine, I guess. Up. But man... <laughs> <laughs> what the hell let me, like, let, me, let me finish reading no, no, no. we put a lot of work into making the game into more than just the vehicle for erotic animation oh, oh good oh, like what they like why do why do people need video games to give them boners like i've never understood that like <laughs> that doesn't make any sense to me I, I, like it's ridiculous oh this is the final sentence i've just read this final sentence sorry we want to make a game that is so fun and addictive that you want to play it with even without all the fucking that said the fucking is pretty important to us (laughs) jesus christ (laughs) it's mental what the hell yeah i'm not i'm not into into this at all and i i know i made the mistake of because you included a link in our show notes of going to it so now i feel like i have to like format and reinstall (laughs) my macintosh (laughs) you have defiled my laptop (sighs) this just absolutely baffles me that this is the number one thing on patreon and people really want this game yeah what i i just don't understand Harvest Moon, but you can basically fuck the animals you're breeding. It's just weird. And I don't... Yeah, they were talking about it on Darth Souls, and it just really baffled me. Yeah, I was shaking my head. (laughs) Yeah. It's just crazy. I just thought, if you're interested, go and check it out, you weirdos. (laughs) Yeah, but don't don't tell us about it. Just keep that shit in your private life, man. Like... Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to know you want to breed at fuck monsters. Like, nope. Nobody <laughs> needs to know that. Nobody. Ugh. Well, they, 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 they're, they're, this is the thing that makes me like. It's crazy though. They're earning thirty five thousand pounds a month to make this game on Patreon. That's crazy. There's a lot of people that want this shit. What the hell? Yeah, that was that's oh, that's God. just ridiculous. I, yeah, I'm not into yeah, that. Be- Beyond ridiculous. Getting getting past that, you have a note <laughs> in here that um, Disney shut down their Disney Infinity line, and uh, that's yes, kind of have. crazy to me, huh? Like that's that's insane. yeah, it's really sad. Those games absolutely, are fun. it's super sad because they have over three hundred staff working for them, which they're now going to have to find work, which sucks big time. And also, it's slightly worrying because Disney Infinity were the biggest supplier of Toys to Life. They, their toys sold the most out of everyone. Well, the coolest. Your Skylanders and all the other ones. These sold the most. So if they're shutting down their studios, what does that mean possibly for the other studios? It's, it is a shame. And it's a lot of, it's a lot of people. Like it's over 300 people that are going to be losing their jobs. And it's super sad. It is super sad. Because a company like Disney, I thought they could maybe bleed a little money here and there. I don't think, do you know what I mean? A company like that would bleed enough to put them under being Disney. You yeah. do a, um, Vader, you, you do a lot of the Toys of Life stuff, right? Like, don't you do <clears throat> Skylanders? I know, like, I have some Amiibos, but that's as far as I've gone with it. And, like, yeah, you do stuff got, with, uh, with Odin, right? Yes, um, we've got, we've got um, Disney Infinity 2.0. We haven't gone to the 3 yet because um, we still haven't finished 2. But yeah, we've got most of the Avengers um, and a few other little characters 
Um, yeah, it's a lot of fun, and the, the figure's actually very cool, especially the Disney 3.0 ones. Hopefully they go cheap now, and I can buy a bunch of them. They're, they're very very detailed and, and very cool. Uh, they're like a stylized um, cartoon style of um, the characters, but yeah, uh, some of them, yeah, some of them are gorgeous, like cool little figures, well worth the price. Um, I have caught myself looking at, at the Infinity stuff, especially all the Marvel stuff, because um, being the comic book freak that I am and like I I just love that stuff so much and I came very close to pulling the trigger on it but I was like why am I buying toys for a video game that I don't even have like that doesn't make any sense <laughs> but the figures themselves were cool enough so. they're amazing yeah especially as I say Disney 3.0 they've really stepped up the, their game and they are really good details awesome the style's awesome the artwork's awesome um, like I'd, I'd be keen to even just get like a Mickey Mouse one it looks pretty cool um, mm. Talking of these, like we we say, the Nintendo Amiibos that they they don't have like obviously Disney Infinity Skylanders they have a game that specifically works with the Amiibos just don't do they they just kind of maybe work in a game well they yep. like they um there's specific games that they work in and um, probably mm. the biggest one is Mario Maker and I think Mario Maker is the only game that supports all of them because if you right okay and you get like as soon as you put an Amiibo on the control pad and uh mario maker you get like that outfit or whatever like or you get you get the mushroom okay. that you can put in your level to and you can earn those mushrooms in the game without having the amiibos um but you can you actually just get it so yeah but yeah if you collect the amiibos there you can just throw them in and you get them something in mario maker it, that's good well i suppose that's cool that's cool yeah yeah and and it seems like the amiibos the more kind of like mini dlc packs and games kind of like that's all you really get, whereas um, mm. you actually get to play as the characters and Disney Infinity and stuff. So why, why yeah, are they closing down? Are they not making money? Like, what's the what's the deal? Well, um, the, the, the article that I saw on Kotaku uh, was um, apparently they were just making too many damn figures. Like the like it was just costing them too much money to make stuff. Mm. And I would I would imagine yeah. at a certain point, like you know, you're trying to satisfy everybody, you're trying to make a figure for everybody, but like you just you know, it just becomes too much work to make money. Like, I don't know what their gross was. Like, excuse me, I don't know what their net was. But like, if you're spending, and I'm gonna toss out dumb numbers here, but if you're spending nine point five million dollars to make ten million dollars, like, you could probably just spend two million dollars to make one million dollars, like, and, and do a better job of something. So, like, yeah, it may just be too much effort. <clears throat> it just sucks that that's like that because that's three hundred people that now have to go out and get jobs. That's a bunch of kids that don't have yeah. you know video games and these cool statues. So. It sucks that corporations oh, yeah, yeah. are like that, but but I kind of understand it at the same time. Yeah, we kind of need this thing. We need these lighthearted games in the industry. Like, there's too often there's too many dark, heavy games. It's fun having these just yeah. fun games. Um, and so hopefully <laughs> yeah, we don't lose too many more. Um, no, speaking of that, actually, like I'm so stoked for Lego Star Wars. I cannot wait. I'm so excited to play Lego Force Awakens. <laughs> Actually, that I does look wait. pretty cool. Uh, it looks so much fun. It, the silly quick uh, quirks and jokes in it, it looks great for yeah, it does. Oh, I can't wait to play it. I oh, really can't wait. They're a lot of fun. Um, we, we skipped the yeah. Avengers one, although I've heard that's one of the best ones, uh, just because you know, we've only got too many games to play, and so it's hard to justify mm. spending more on games when we've still got heaps to play. Um, the, the funny thing is, you mentioned Disney Infinity, is they're just making too much figures and investing too much in that. That would be my biggest criticism, that they just have too many, um, and mm. it, it becomes a big burden and addiction for some people to try and get them all. So I reckon if they just 
they should have just had like kept it down to you know maybe a dozen but it's, it's like 40 of them yeah i mean really? i just i don't yeah. see how nintendo is going to keep up with their like their, all of their amiibo stuff for exactly the same reason like i think there's over a hundred different types of amiibo at this point like it's crazy yeah it's heaps yeah, yeah. I went to a department store in Japan uh, and had a look at them, um, hoping to get a shovel knight. But the funny thing, shovel knight doesn't go out, come out into Japan until June. Like it's not out there yet. Um, oh, I didn't know. I've, I I just got a shovel knight. Yeah, I want one, but I can't find one here in New Zealand. So I was hoping to get one in um, Japan. Well, if I see, yeah, if I stumble across it, my buddy Brian Wade hooked me up with this one. Uh, but if I stumble across one, I'll I'll let you know. Um, I got what? Did what? What is this? What? That is amazing. <laughs> yeah, so... so um, I, have you not just seen Jeremy, what he's just dropped in there? <laughs> oh, man, that's, all, that's so rad. I, uh, I've been watching this for a while. Oh, man, my laptop is, is going slow all of a sudden. Um, I've, I've been watching this for a while because uh, this company makes figures and stuff, and they they had been rumored to do, be doing a Dark Souls one pretty soon. And then they tweeted out the other day that said it's going to be the, uh, the... The hint was the captain of the 4K... And I was like, holy fuck, are they going to make a, a primordial serpent statue? Like, that was might be my fucking dream country, right? Like a giant fucking calf statue? How great would that be? <laughs> um, and I still don't understand where they're coming up with, like, the captain of the 4K. But they uh, they announced it's going to be Dragon Slayer Ornstein. And he looks like captain just... Captain in the Four Knights. I, I guess, but have you ever heard his, like, 4K? It's always referred to Four Kings, like, in the... I don't know, maybe that's yeah, just... Yeah, that, that, that is a bit confusing. I, I see what you mean. Yeah. But um, but the the couple of models they have, and you can see the picture here, and I'll uh, I'll nice. it just looks sick. Yeah, you you guys can go to my Twitter to to see that, and I'll I'll put it in the show notes too. Like it looks so rad. Yeah, uh, that that's why I want the Dark I'm Souls board my, game. I'm throwing my money at the screen now. Just throwing my money. That is beautiful. That is really really nice. Is it? Yeah, that's that's at least a hundred and fifty dollar figure. You you know it's going to be. Yeah, definitely. It's the size that's of his hand. Lovely. The head's the size of his hand. It's, it's just the... I know. That's got to be what? It's going to be what? Obviously, we're without, like, uh, up to a thousand. <laughs> if, you, uh, if you go to we'll the fight, site yeah. that facts for figure, I think. No, what is it? It's figure... Yeah, first uh, four figures. Um, first they've figures. got a lot of different yeah. stuff on there for like a lot of different games. But yeah, the, the Ornstein stuff looks legit. Yeah, it does. That is pretty nice. That would look super awesome on my shelf. Ooh, Christmas. Hmm. <laughs> well, damn. That is nice. Uh, okay. I just want to fire on this one one last little thing. Because Jeremy put in there. <clears throat> yeah, you guys aren't really Battlefield fans at all, are you? I, I was way into Battlefield Bear Company. Yeah. Um, um, uh, just just uh, hard hard no to me for me like I don't, I don't really like them hard no <laughs> well for me it's uh, I, I'm I've been quite a uh, Battlefield fan for a long long time and obviously they just announced a new Battlefield called Battlefield One which is going to be set in World War One this is what confused which, me because I've already had Battlefield yeah. One no we had Battlefield well <laughs> this is Battlefield One it's got a number on oh, it. sorry we've got the Xbox One. <laughs> Tomb Raider. Yeah, it is a bit. It is a bit of a weird. They they should have called it maybe Battlefield: The Great War, something like <laughs> that. Maybe all these games renaming themselves since like re-releases of the same names that were here, but the different. And yeah, it's just annoying. <laughs> yeah, it is Agreed. a bit of a crazy name this game, but 
I I'm super super excited to play this game because I'm so sick of uh, modern and futuristic shooters. It's just it'll be nice to uh, play something a bit out of the ordinary for a change. And it looks like they've done a lot of their research with all the sort of weapons and guns and tanks, which I didn't even know existed in World War One. And then doing research, yeah, apparently they did. Apparently they did have small tanks in World War One. Yep. Which I didn't. Uh, yeah, I did not know that. <clears throat> I did. I don't really know not a lot about World War One. All I re- really learn about over here is the trench warfare. But mm-hmm. there's a lot more to World War One than just the trench warfare, and it seems like. That's what they're aiming towards, telling all the different stories, sort of across Europe, which is which is pretty cool. I'm very the th- the thing that really piqued my interest though is like looking at these YouTube numbers. <clears throat> you had um obviously Call of Duty came out with their trailer and they've got over the they're they're oh well over a million dislikes and it's now the most disliked video on YouTube. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but Battlefield One has had over one point six million likes now. And he's the most liked video on YouTube like of all time. So, And I was thinking to myself, like, why would this be? And I think with Battlefield 1, I think it's got a lot of likes because it's... I would say it's saying new because there's not been many games of World War 1. There's only been a few. There's not been a, been a lot. I think the major problem is with the Call of Duty thing. I don't think it's the actual game. What it is is they're bundling um, Call of Duty 4 Modern Warfare remastered in with this uh, Infinity Warfare and that game is the one that everyone wants but you cannot buy it on its own you have to pay buy the $80 version of Infinity Warfare Infinity Warfare? Infinite Warfare Stupid Warfare Stupid Warfare well they're called Infinity Ward and they're Infinite Warfare so (laughs) stupid so dumb but yeah you can't buy the one that everyone wants separately you have to buy the new one with, with that added on which is like eighty dollars so oh big trick like, well oh big trick oh yeah can... yeah you'll definitely ha- like two months after that game comes out you'll be able to buy it for 20 bucks on psn or whatever yeah they should do because that's what everyone wanted everyone wanted that remastered call of duty 4 that's what everyone wanted so they've kind of shot themselves in the foot with that and it's just like, oh, to be honest, I kind of watched the Call of Duty and I was like, oh, that's quite interesting because he goes up in space in a in a ship. And I was like, oh, that's quite interesting. It's, it's, but I bet that whole scene will just be on rails and you won't even do anything. <laughs> so it's Call of Duty. Yeah. I've, I've never yeah. been that into Call of Duty. Battlefield, yes, so Battlefield, uh, Bad Company, 1 and 2. Mm. I really, really, really like them. Like I spent a lot of time in the... Um, Vietnam expansion for Battlefield Bad Company 2. I tried 3 and I hated it. I really hated Battlefield really? 3. Hated oh, it. Oh man, I spent so much time with Battlefield 3. So many hours spent with that game. Yeah, <laughs> I just found it went too much like Call of Duty. Um, there was too much gadgets and stuff. And Bad Company, man, was so much fun. <laughs> just... I did like Bad Company. Bad Company was awesome. We, we, apparently, with the single player with Battlefield 1, they're going more like Bad Company with their open, open-ended missions and all that stuff again. Sort of taking it Good. back to to that thing and then telling multiple stories. And it looks like it's going to be more down that, that route. Well, yeah, I see it. Yeah, so they're letting the classic Battlefield DNA shine through. Yeah. Is he? I just, yeah, it's, it's, it's ba- good. Battlefield 3 and 4 just another version of Call of Duty. They're just 
laser tag. Yeah, they were just a yeah, they were just another generic sort of FPS. So it'll be interesting to see what they do with this, and I hope they do go back, as they say, to their roots and bring us a, a great FPS that will will be remembered and not just sort of like just another generic shooter. Uh, yeah. Yep. Yep. Ah, oh, right. Has anyone got anything else for this week? Um, man. Oh, I just just a weird thing about Nintendo, real quick, that they confirmed oh. again this week that, like, not only are they not talking. <laughs> I know what you're gonna say. <laughs> literally, the only game they're bringing to E3 <laughs> is Zelda. They are not talking any other games. Like, they have confirmed this. They're not doing like the normal Treehouse. They're not doing like a presentation. Oh. They're just gonna be talking about mm. Zelda. So. Man, that, that fucking gonna, Zelda game must be amazing. That's all I can say. <laughs> Did you see, though, that on their, their area that they've got is huge. They're just going to have, like, 100 screens playing Zelda. And did you see they're doing a 24-hour stream of Zelda? What the fuck? That, what, release, how many times can they play the goddamn game? Release the game. <laughs> like, if, it's, if you can play 24 <laughs> hours of it, release it this year on the console that I still have. <sighs> Uh, I don't know why I get. I don't know why I get so butthurt about this. Like it's this is my favorite ranting point right now. Uh, yeah, but they are being a bit mad with this whole thing. I don't know what the hell. The, the new console comes out in March for Christ's sake. Yeah. Just show the console at E3. Yeah, exactly. It's not that's long. what's really weird. Cause... Unless they've got fuck all to show at the moment. <laughs> that's the only thing I can think is that I, I don't. They're running behind. I can I can easily see them doing their own thing, but like there's not going to be. I, I can see them taking the time and like like they pulled out of kind of E three a little bit and they were they've been doing their own presentations for the last few years and I don't I don't see a problem with them announcing all their stuff during one of those presentations like that makes a lot of sense but like mm. when is there going to mm. be this many eyes looking at video games for the rest of the it, year? This was, yeah, this was my point because that the when sort of EA and that pulled out and they Nintendo took their spot, it made sense to me to why okay NX they can announce it now, but release it at Christmas. I I don't I'm not I don't know anything but I've got a feeling something's gone tits up and now they've just got an empty show because they're not going to show NX and they've said oh it's coming out in March I think it's been pushed back and something in the production line is not bang on mm. it just seems weird that they would take a massive slot at E3 and then go oh we're only showing Zelda that's it I know, yeah, it's really it bizarre just seemed a bit out of yeah out of whack to be honest it seemed a bit weird well, the, the fact is they're not actually yeah. showing their console at any e3 because it'll be coming out before next year um which is from what i understand is the first time they've done that first time they'll be releasing a console not announced at an e3 in recent years, I think it's probably one. Yeah, uh, I think they normally always release a console around Christmas as well, didn't they? So releasing in March is a very bizarre place to launch. Yeah. <laughs> um, so who knows? Um, it's, it is a bit odd. Maybe I don't know why they couldn't even just do what Sony did: is announce their console and not actually show what it looked like, just show what it can do. Mm. And there was a little bit of criticism of Sony of saying, well, "Can't you show us the console?" And it's like, "Oh no, we haven't finalized the." final aesthetic of the console <laughs> and they could have pulled some bs like that um but yeah not even that i don't know it's all a bit strange it's so weird yeah it's so weird but that's all um, i got we can I, I, I don't want to rant about it too hard because 
Yeah, that's cool. Can't really do anything about it. Cool. Um, do you want to do you want to talk about the the new approach we're taking to episodes a little bit? Because um, this is going to be a little bit of a shorter episode than it usually is for our yes, uh, for yeah, our um, devoted do, listeners. Uh, do you want to do you want to light down? Okay. Yeah. Um, so we wanted to. We, we, we're kind of limited because we're in three different countries and we all have jobs and families and whatnot. <laughs> and um, do we, but we we wanted to put more co- content out there for y'all. Um, so what we've decided to do is go from our every other week schedule to an every week schedule. And to do that, we're going to be dividing episodes up. So um, like this week, it'll be a shorter episode and it's going to be about like stuff we've been playing and all of the news and random stories and that kind of stuff. And then um, next week, we're going to have an episode that's dedicated solely to one of the areas of Dark Souls 3 and kind of general Dark Souls 3 information. Um We'll obviously, like, you know, we'll let you know what areas we're covering, and we'll let you know if we get into spoiler territory or anything like that. But that way, you'll have an episode from us every week, like you do for most podcasts, and we're not, won't be on every other week's schedule. So let us know. Um, hit us up on Twitter if you if you like it, if you don't like it. I know I've had some feedback of people that really like three and a half hour podcasts because it gets them through the work day, which, I mean, like, that's amazing that people listen to us during their work day. Thank you so much. Um, and I've had people tell me like, man, I just, I just don't have that kind of time in a week to listen to a podcast. So let us know. We're always open to talking to you guys and letting you know what, you know, we want to do this. We want to put it out there. We want to figure out the best way to put it out there. So yeah, talk to us. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. If you, if you, you've got any thoughts or feelings about or the new uh, format of the show, the lengths of the episodes, you can, yeah just get us on twitter uh, uh at dark insight pod you can also direct email us at dark insight podcast at gmail.com it's uh we're always there we always answer you can get all three of us there so if you've got anything you wish to say that you can you feel help towards the the format and us moving forward with the show we are very open to suggestions so that would be super awesome so uh, Absolutely. yes, so yeah, so for this one we're going to call this episode an end this week. So uh, I have been Cliff. You can all you can get me at Twitter uh, at Defnote D E four T H underscore N O T E. Charles, where can I find you, dude? Uh, at Vader Van Oden on anything. Um, email is <laughs> VaderVanOden at darkinside.net. Nice. Yeah, awesome. And Mr. Greer. Um, I'm at JG Greer on Twitter. Um, and uh, you can find me through that. Like, go there and ask me if you want to find me on YouTube or anything else. But um, I do want to mention that uh, this week I had a podcast come out with uh, on the Duck Feed Network. And don't worry, I'm not I'm not leaving Dark Insight. <laughs> I'm still here. It's awesome. Thank this you. Awesome. Thank you. Go and listen to it. Uh, I, I listened to it on the way home. It's super rad. Oh, I awesome. really, really awesome. enjoyed it, man. Um, the the yeah. the premise is me and Gary Butterfield from that you probably already know from the Duck Feed stuff um, do a episode by episode breakdown and basically just make fun a lot of the X Men animated series from the nineties and uh, they released one episode as a pilot and it, once they reach their next Patreon goal which is thirty thousand dollars per month oh no no wait that's hentai porn sorry once they reach their Patreon goal <laughs> of thirty five hundred dollars per month much more reasonable amount of money. Um, 
they'll that'll actually be a fully full on series. Um, so I'm I'm very very excited about it. I really hope they get to that 3500 goal because I really like recording them and I I really like watching those X Men cartoons despite how bad and terrible they are. Uh, but go I check it out. Enjoy that podcast. Yeah, it's 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 really good. Like it's 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 really fun. And uh, Gary does a really funny Gambit voice that is. I mean, we basically we should rename we should rename the ep, we should rename the podcast because it's called Days of Future Cast. It's just you know two guys talk shit about Gambit because that is all we do. We just make fun of Gambit <laughs> constantly. Gambit's the coolest. Don't you not Jubilee much either, do you? No, I don't much like Jubilee either. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I actually because it had been a while since we recorded that first episode and people started kind of asking me some questions about it and I was like shit I don't remember anything that I said on this thing you know several months. Ago. <laughs> So I listened to the whole thing back again. I was like, wow, yeah, we were kind of harsh on Jubilee. Whoops. Oh, well. She can handle it. She's a vampire. Nice. I'm going to have to go watch that series again. Yeah, they're good. They're good. Um, I think they're on Netflix, isn't they? I'm sure they're on They were on Netflix up until like right before we decided to do the show, which made doing the show (laughs) interesting. Um, I just went out and bought the DVDs and ripped them. Um, And so, Vader, I I can send you the files if you want me to. Um, but like, don't tell anybody that, <laughs> but yeah, uh, oh, awesome. other than that, at JG Greer, come talk to me about X-Men or my bad opinions about Zelda games. So. <laughs> yeah, please do go and check it out. Cause I listened to it today and it was, it's awesome. It's you, you can really see that you, you guys just had fun making that show and it's, it's cool. Very good. Very good. So yes, uh, for this week we'll say bye-bye and, on the off week next week, we will see you in the next area of Dark Souls, which will be the Undead Settlement. So we shall see you then. So I shall say bye-bye for now. Catch you later. Bye-bye. Adios. Adios.